we are back with another episode. Look. Look. We My Peloton comes tomorrow, and I'm so excited about it because I'm going to see my face go down, and I'm just really excited. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so you have to work <laughs> off that Thanksgiving food. Wait, are you gonna start like be, like before Christmas, after Christmas? Are you gonna grub on Christmas? Oh, we we gotta go now. Like the, I looked in the mirror the other day, and like you know when you do a double take, you're like, mm, but it's not like like a sexy. Mm. You're like, yeah, it's time. Okay, it's but time. are you giving your okay? Not even for the holidays, because you know I think I think everybody gives themselves holiday grace, right? Sure. Are you giving I, yourself quarantine grace? Unfortunately, I've given myself way too much grace, and so now we need to get something together. <laughs> but it's the thing, like, everybody's trying to get quarantine big. You know, they got a song out about it now, like... Shout out to Two Shades and Mulatto. I think it's a very <laughs> hip song. I love it. However, I want to get to a place of health, and, like, working from home now is very sedentary lifestyle, so I have to do something to, like, maintain. I want to feel good about myself. Like, my man thinks I look good. My friend thinks I look fine. Like, that's cool. I want to feel, like, about myself so here we are okay well welcome to the scoop with cindy and coop okay we out here trying to feel good about ourselves i'm not gonna lie i have i have like problem areas you know where it's like that could be a little pinch here it's funny because there's a meme that i saw on instagram that was like girls be like if i just lose this little pinch then i'm like that pinch matters i had to tell it like that pinch matters you have no idea it could be all the difference and how it looks, you know, how something fits or how something looks in a picture or whatever. Not that I'm doing it for the gram or anything, but like, you know, I want to like, well, I I like the way I look. I think once you were a retired athlete, you don't do it for training. So now it's really is just aesthetics. Like I do want to look good for the gram. I do want to pop. You're like, let me go here. This is this is the reason. <laughs> I have no <laughs> shame. <laughs> Who like, are we I, okay. I can't. I can't wait to take my thirty first birthday picture. Like okay, 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 okay. So okay. We're really hard for the next two months. <laughs> yeah, I was doing a lot of sucking it in on my birthday pics and then at the same time there were some pics I just forgot and didn't care so those didn't really get seen <laughs> no, Cindy is a stick so let her tell you nothing okay? I'm not a stick okay y'all have to remember right like and this is not no shade to anybody who feels like oh they're way beyond what they would like to be or whatever I'm just saying for me personally someone who like had a certain shape from track and whatever and I'm used to being a certain size to now when I'm used to gaining weight like, let's be real. I don't even know what that feels like on a normal, like, well, I do. In college, I started to gain weight, okay, and it became a problem for my coach. Ooh, track days. There's so many traumatizing situations. Anyway, <laughs> but, like, now, it's like, yeah, you're gaining weight as a woman, right? And I don't know how to deal with that. It's not all cute. Like, some of it's cute. Some of it's so like, okay, I see you. And I'm really glad that you brought this up because I just did an amazing interview with the sports sorority with this lady. Her name is Katie Spada. She is a dietitian and she is incredible because she's teaching former athletes how to basically enjoy your new self and learn body positivity, learn just what to eat that fuels you in your new lifestyle. Basically having food fit your lifestyle and not you try and like create a whole thing around food because at the end of the day, you're never going to work out four hours a day again. You're just not going to do that for what? Fair, right? fair, because I don't even want to work out 30 minutes a day. So, <laughs> I mean, I exactly. do it, but, but it's like, it's hard. Like, it's but it's different. 
And your body has to also adjust to the fact that you won't work out like that. So it's maybe this is your grown woman body. It's your grown woman season and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, that's fine. You know, I don't mind a little, little extra pounds here and there in certain areas, right? Other areas. <laughs> exactly. That's, the, that's my problem. Like, I need to figure out how to make it go one place and not another. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Let me let me live my best little curvy life, but in the right seat. <laughs> okay. And once you guys see Cindy, of course, you all know sh she's lying, but it's fine. It's fine. What's our first topic? <laughs> well, <laughs> while we're talking about gaining weight, Thanksgiving just passed. Um, I went home to see family. It was a small gathering of family, not like a huge thing. Um, saw my mom, my sister, my aunt, two of my aunts, and my cousin. My grandma, I, I did see my grandma, but she was like, I'm not, I'm not being around y'all. So Good. We, we didn't spend Thanksgiving with her, but she cooked for us. So, you know, that's always a plus. Thanks, grandma. Appreciate you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I tried to get her to do a boomerang with me. That was interesting. <laughs> she didn't fully get the concept, but it's okay. I love her anyway. Uh, I had fun, though. This was like the first year in a few years that I didn't cook. So, oh, actually, I didn't cook last year either. She did. Okay. So last two years I haven't cooked and it feels weird. I'm used to like cooking a little something. Mm -hmm. so, and now I'm mad because I don't have no leftovers because I came back to my, I came back to my apartment today, the day after Thanksgiving with no leftovers. Like, yeah. who does that? <laughs> Why didn't you give yourself any helpings? Because like, I didn't want to carry it on a flight, you know? Oh, you flew. Okay. Yeah, I flew. I didn't, if I would have drove, have been too long but if I would have drove I would have been able to you know I just can't I mean I could have carried out saw a guy on the plane literally with a big chair I was like you know he had the right idea I shouldn't have cared about anything I should have did that but I was just trying to make the travel experience easy I didn't want to deal with too much like let me just get home and now that I'm home I'm mad I ain't got no leftovers <laughs> You can still, I mean, you can make another Thanksgiving part too. Like, you don't have to stop eating said dishes just because it's not Thanksgiving. True, but like, as we're talking about trying to be healthy and not, you know, do too much, it's probably what I, I don't need. So, you know. I mean, you can have protein and greens. Like, there you go. I don't want no greens. I like greens. I ate greens, but that's not what I'm craving right now. I want the stuffing. <laughs> okay, here's a good topic. Do you call it stuffing or dressing? Uh, both goes back. It depends on who I'm talking to. Okay, so for me, me and my grandma had this conversation, and I asked her. I was like, "What's the difference?" She's like, "It's the same stuff. The stuffing is just what's in the turkey, and the dressing is just mm -hmm. a pan on the side." But for her, it's we don't put that. We don't put that stuff in the turkey. Like we make she a dressing. Does. No, so okay, she yeah, makes the dressing on the side, and she stuffs the dressing like in the turkey once the turkey's done. Like once the turkey's done, she puts it in there because she likes the flavor from the turkey to get into it. Girl, don't think mm -hmm. that things are good. Don't be, don't be. We just <laughs> bake the dressing. We bake the dressing and then like that's separate. But it's the same so. thing though. It's literally baking just inside the turkey after the turkey's sure. already done. So it's just getting a little that's extra after, But a lot of people don't do that. Some people bake it in and that's nasty. Oh, like the turkey's not done and then they put it in there and they bake <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That sounds like all types of stuff that shouldn't be. I don't know about that. 
the turkey releases a lot of stuff that you do typically put into the dressing. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Oh my god. But I don't know. It just sounded like that. Don't sound like it's right. Like it sounded like you gonna overcook the stuffing as well inside. Mm, Nah. I just eat. I eat my dressing on the side. (laughs) She cooks the turkey. She and then she takes it out and then she stuffs it and puts it back in to like brown it basically. Yeah, no, these people I've seen like stuff it as it's like white, not brown. Okay, well, yeah, no, that don't happen over here. <laughs> that is that is an interesting topic. Every year, holidays come around. That's the. I mean, obviously, year round, there's always the you know the differences of. I don't want to say, but white people cooking and black people cooking. And, you know, they said a lot of seasoning and whatever. So when the holidays come around, it gets real, real ridiculous. And I didn't see a few struggle plates. Um, I just don't know why people feel like they have to show what everybody else probably is eating as well. Like, it's okay to just eat your food and not be that. Like, Instagram does not have to eat first on Thanksgiving. And then also, like, why even subject yourself to the ridicule? Because someone's always going to have something to say. You know what I mean? Like, your food could look bomb, bomb, bomb. And someone will be like, Ugh, that's not, you know what I mean? There's always going to be something off for somebody. So, like, why? Like, just enjoy I'd your rather food. just enjoy my food in peace, exactly. Okay. Like, I like what I like. I know what she cooking. I'm going to eat and enjoy. I hope you enjoy your meal. <laughs> Period. Period. Yeah, okay, so what were, your, what were your Thanksgiving plans? So I went to uh, my boyfriend's ex-coach's house. So we did that. But on but before we did that, we went via Zoom to uh-huh. family's house. So we saw my mom's side of the family for an hour. Then we went to my his coach's house and then went and saw my ah, my dad's side of the family. So we're alert, we're working on doing that for Christmas too, because you can't travel. They live in like Texas, some live in Kentucky, everyone lives all over. And so obviously traveling right now for a lot of us with preconceived pre-existing conditions is not realistic some people are more anxious than others so it just helps see each other's faces beyond just a text or call you know having that camaraderie feel trying to be better my aunt mentioned you know just the idea one of my grandmother's last wishes was to get us all together so she's doing her damn best to try and like ensure that we do that at some point so yeah just go Hopefully we can get in person, but, you know, for now, honestly, I probably saw more people than I would have seen, you know, if we had done it regular style. So it was, yeah. it was nice. Okay, so that means you got into your what? Your cooking bag? I had to because <laughs> everyone Ooh. doesn't, well, everyone likes to have their own stuff at our, in like our family, you know, like mm-hmm. we all cook still like by ourselves, but we contribute. So we did like a progressive dinner type thing. I made yams, mac and cheese, and greens for the family and shared. And then my mom gave us like a box full of food with like turkey, beef, rolls, pies, rice. So you got leftovers is what you're telling me. Oh, our fridge will Mm. never be this full again. Mm. Mm. Must be nice. You know, and then it was funny because my boyfriend like tried to contribute to like, next time like you should add some pepper to the mac. And I was like, how about next time you cook the mac? <laughs> he tried to shade. 
It wasn't because, shade, but like he was trying to encourage, like my aunt cooks it like this kind of thing, you know, which is cool. So why he didn't just sprinkle some pepper on top of that thing when it was done? And you know, like, he's the first one to complain about spice. And so I always try and like be mindful because like, I have a Midwestern palate because he's from Michigan. And so I'm like, okay, you know, Cajun girl, I throw spice hot sauce on everything. Okay. <laughs> period. So we, I'm trying to balance that because I'll make everything spicy and I love it. So. Yeah, I'm a fan of spice too. You gotta get give me that seasoning. I need yeah. to taste something. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if it's yeah, if it's not to your liking, just sprinkle a little bit some on top. You don't gotta say too much. He ate every last bit and then some. <laughs> okay, okay. So the complaints are just to just be talking, basically. Just suggestions. You don't call them okay. complaints. I'm suggestions. So are you confident in your? Because you know, there's cooking and then there's holiday cooking like it's a different sure. like, soul food sure. cooking is like a next level are you confident in your skills like can you take over thanksgiving for the i family? feel like i've taken over like every year i get a new dish added to my plate and so i feel like next year they're going to probably be like what are your feelings on cooking the turkey i'm not i don't like the turkey because there's too much stuff you have to cut out like the gizzard the all <laughs> I just don't like Yo, it. that that part gets me every time. Cause my girl be like, "This just the this just the inside. You might use it, huh?" But you I'm do have to use it. You have to use it. You have to. It, it makes flavor. for great. Ga- it makes for great gravy. But exactly, just, it's the flavor. Take breaking mm-hmm. the neck and all that. I just yeah, I'm not there yet. In my ministry. Yeah, I, I I have taken that dive, so I'm I'm okay. I haven't got. Like, I haven't figured out the turkey completely. Like, I struggle with the browning part. I feel like I don't want to overcook it, but it needs to brown some more. So that's the part I'm still trying to figure out, like, what's the perfect, you know, medium and how to do all that. Other than that, though, I'm usually pretty good. But I might be rusty after, you know, the last two years ain't cooked nothing. So (laughs) I might have to, Christmas, I might have to just go ahead and try my hand at a little something, something. But, um. My grandma is funny because my grandma's been saying for the last 10 years that I would say it's about 10 years. I'm not cooking no more. This is my last year cooking. Girl, please. (laughs) Okay, like, please. You love to cook and complain, though, that, like, I get all of this. This is such a tiring meal. I'm done after this year. Okay, lady. I just smile now. I was like, okay. But I'm the only one out of the family that has really learned how to do everything, how she does it. So, like, if anything does happen and she decides she don't want to cook no more, I got it. I got it. It's important to pass it down, though, because it does get lost if you don't have the aunties and the mamas, like, helping you. Girl, my mama ain't the one. I I said my poor future children, they will not have the grandma that cooks the home cooked meals for them. They will not. My mom is good for you, like, take you on trips. She gonna be the one to, like, take them, you know, the music parks and have all the fun stuff, but she will not be the mom, uh, the grandma that's in the kitchen baking and all of that. Like, nah, you got the wrong one. <laughs> that's the wrong one. Uh, that's funny. Well, if you talk about Thanksgiving, another tradition that there is is football. And, of course, yeah. we saw two decent games. Well, let me call it, we'll call them games, because I don't even know they're decent. But, wait, so, wait, 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 hold on. No, yeah, okay, go ahead. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I had to think about it for a second. So we had the Lions play, 
and it's for some people call that that their Super Bowl when the Lions play. The, they play the Texans, but Texans. they say that's the only time that everyone's paying attention to the Lions is during Super Bowl because they always play during sorry during Thanksgiving. That's their Super Bowl because that's the only time anyone ever a lot of people see the Lions. Uh huh. And of course, this was their opportunity to shine, and <laughs> yet again, Matt Patricia is proving why you know privilege is not always positive. But yeah, I've seen a lot of Detroit fans highly upset and ready yeah. to see him gone but i'm like if you can't control that we got to figure out you know how to make it work in the meantime but i mean he's also like a, i think he's the one who's the rocket scientist so he's supposed to be a genius oh i didn't know that yeah so i think some, sometimes being too smart for your own good has played a part in his schemes and what have you but i also think Anyone that comes out of Bill Belichick's system is never, doesn't quite pan out from his tree, coaching tree. Well, I feel like, too, though, this game kind of is, it's like less about how bad the Lions were and kind of more about, or or maybe, maybe it was. I was going to say more about how the Texans have stepped up, but then maybe it was that the Lions were just that bad and the Texans were able to capitalize on that. Are the Texans good, though? I don't know. That's I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out because like, I mean they, they have they, one of the top offenses. They couldn't even start good, like not at all. Like we know that, but then you know Bill O'Brien got some boot, and it seemed like there was a little turn, kind of slightly. I feel like I'm seeing more from Deshaun than we have. Have him on fantasy. Started him yesterday. Thankful for that. <laughs> I'm trying to make the last push, like you know, trying to get in the playoffs. That last little run. I'm trying to get there. You do that fantasy, girl. You do that. I know. I've never talked about fantasy on here, but you guys, I didn't talk about it because it got ugly. And I, I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with it. Okay. I was, I'm wallowing. You know, this is the year, probably my first year where I might not make a playoff. And I'm trying to come to terms with that before I get to the season. So, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so not only did you have the Texans and the Lions, you also had the Washington football team and the Cowboys, which was abysmal. But I think the Cowboys just weren't in there mentally. I think that having their coach pass away this past week was just something yes. that yes. – How do you play after that? How do you They're try and coach, pretend? Right. Yeah. How do you pretend that things are fine? Um, I think – we not even think. I know. We've talked about this multiple times. We are dealing with weird times, um, hard, difficult times for people – with the virus and just having to maneuver around that. Um, so dealing with deaths has been a major part for a lot of people this year on top of injuries and whatever else the case may be. There's just a lot, you know, coming down on people, but um, it does, that it is unfortunate they had to play through those circumstances. We have seen, um, I would say a lot of players have to play through family losses and stuff like that. So it's not something that we're not used to seeing, but as a losing your coach and that's like a affecting the team all across the board, that that is unfortunate. But, okay, we do oftentimes see that be the driving force for them to actually win. <laughs> and that was not the case in this. And I'm not saying like, you know, that should have motivated them to get the win. Like, obviously, I'm sure they went in hoping they were going to get the win, blah, blah, blah. But we've seen some struggle, and particularly from Zeke. Your boy is fumbling a lot this year. Um, and it's, it's a lot of people I saw in the timeline was asking, what's up with him? He's not the same. Any thoughts well, there? That, 
<laughs> I don't think that he's focused. Uh, ever since he got paid, he ain't really been the Zeke of old. I really hate that, though. I really hate the, the idea of, like, people get paid and then they're not worth what they got paid. I don't say he's not worth what he's paid. He is worth what he's paid. But I'm saying his productive, productivity has decreased, like, statistically ever since he got his big check. That's just facts. <laughs> it's not like, a, it's not like, oh, he just shut it down. Like, that's statistically facts. It's not like, oh, that's the reason or boo him for doing that or that he said, oh, I got my money by, but statistically he has not shown up. Yeah. So. Well, Washington football did, and uh, their rookie Antonio Gibson was all the top three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. He's the first rookie to score three touchdowns since Randy Moss on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, that was like a random stat <laughs> that was out there yesterday. But um, your boy was a – well, not your boy, but actually my boy because he's on one of my fantasy teams too. So my boy was playing all yesterday. He's um kind of had like – like his season has been on a trending upward fashion. He Kind of didn't start off too well. But Washington football didn't start off too well this season. Uh, yesterday, they enjoyed that win for sure. <laughs> we, one thing yeah, we both. did not see during the Thanksgiving traditional game schedule is a night game, which would be the Steelers and the Ravens. And can I say, I really missed it. Like, I had to work yesterday, and my shift got so boring once that second game went off. I was like, dang, I ain't got nothing to do now. Well, you know, COVID, COVID is crazy out here, and yeah, unfortunately, a Ravens, Ravens coaching staff member decided that he was not going to follow protocol, and he has since had a super spreader amongst the team, including players, and star quarterback Lamar Jackson is actually on the list now, won't be playing on Tuesday's game, if they make that up then. Facilities are shut down till Monday, so they will have, they can't, they're supposed to play on Thursday night as well as the Cowboys. But unfortunately, that has to be rescheduled to the following Monday. So it's just all a cluster. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the NFL thought that they weren't going to have these problems. That's very, you know, the audacity, right? Because the audacity. You had the nerve to think that you were going to avoid it, and you didn't come up with an actual plan. There was no bubble. There was yeah. no real quarantine situation to keep these players away from situation staff as well, clearly. Now, here's something I think that is interesting. Um, well, not interesting, but it's, like, funny to me because I agree. Um, players were saying, like, let us know who the staff member was because whenever we mess up or do anything wrong, y'all are quick to blast us and put yeah. us out there. And I think that is true. That is fair. Like, you have the um, – um, what is the word I'm looking for? Oh, responsibility. You have the responsibility – to do just as what you're asking the players to do. Stay safe, stay away from situations, like keep yourself out of situations that could put you in danger of COVID. Granted, you could be doing all that and still get it. Obviously, we know that because this is one of those things. It's airborne. It's, it, you just, you never know. You could be in a situation, you catch it. But I do think, like, we're blasting out who has it. Why not say the staff member, too? It's only fair. I mean, I get it. There might be different HIPAA rules in place for staff members and yeah, their need to your occupation. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand why there may be hesitancy, but at the same time, like, what does that do for anybody at this point? I, I don't think that they should announce 
anybody who has it personally. I think that all should be your own privacy, but clearly people find out and do their digging and the FBI, Twitter will tell you, you know, like who didn't show up for practice today? They'll well, name Well, it's kind of sucks though, because it's, if anybody ever was like, oh, I have an illness, I'm out, like I'm going to miss a game. Okay, we think nothing of it. But because it's COVID, COVID has become one of those things where it's like saying you have like something you don't want to, you know, tell people you have as if it's like an STD. I didn't want to say that, but that's how we're using it. You know what I mean? Like that's really what it's looking like. And it's like reality, no, it's still just a virus, a sickness. Like you need to keep people aware because for one, let people know what it is that you're actually going through when you're having it. Everybody experiences different symptoms. But someone out there could be identifying with, you know, like, here's something you have and, and be like, oh, shoot, I've been experiencing that. I wonder if, you know, just because this is still one of those things where we're still learning about it. It's, we're still trying to figure out what it is. So it should be a let me share for that purpose and not on some let me share and I'm worried about getting ridiculed for it, you know, because you really don't know how you contracted it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you were being irresponsible and out. Yes, that's what it looks like. And that's the stigma behind it. But literally, you could have been walking in the grocery store, had your mask on, but, you know, someone got too close or you touched something that somebody else, you know, it's so many ways that things can happen. So I think it's kind of unfair that um, I, I guess that people are, that do have it are being looked at as like, ew, you know, like, what'd you do? Like, you know, that type of well, sure, but I also think at the end of the day that we're very blessed that none of these players have had anything severe, had to be hospitalized, had severe symptoms or anything like that. Like it has been a lot of asymptomatic, asymptomatic cases. So we're definitely counting lucky stars left and right. And I hope that ha- that's how it stays. Like at the end of the day, pos- positive tests, we don't want that. No one wants to feel like they have COVID right now, of course, because those symptoms can develop at any time. But at the same time, I'm glad they're mild for a lot of people. And hopefully we can just get through the season, Jesus. I just want to get through the season. I want to get through every season because, I mean, if you think about basketball, it's literally right down the corner. We're about to start preseason games and trying to be indoors in all these facilities and traveling. I'm very interested to see how this goes because you can only make up 72 games, 82 games in the season. Like, how are you going to make all those up time and time again? Because there are going to be cancellations and postponements as well, so – Interesting to see how Adam Silver, who is, you know, heralded as the Mr. Problem Solver, Fixer of Everything, has all these, like, bulletproof, you know, ways and systems of going about things. Okay, now you're going to try to have a regular season. Here we are. <laughs> uh, y'all okay, talk shit about Roger, but <laughs> your I turn. Gonna say, I literally was going to say how ugly it's going to be that you came from getting praise for this bubble system and, you know, doing it right and figuring it out to now going to a regular season of traveling regular and like there's real, why would you not come up with a plan? I'm not understanding this. You just did it very successfully. Because you you want people to be able to watch games because you know that a lot of these teams need that money. And at the end of the day, cash will always be king. So I wish we would get back to the root of why we're all here. Why we're all sitting here watching any sports right now is because cash is king. So, you know, you you might play hero in the moment, but let's be honest. You're not fooling. Adam, you're not fooling anybody over here. Oops. Candace, you're just out for all the uh, commissioners. Because I just don't feel like we, nobody should be playing right now. Like, 
I don't think that Mark Emmert is right in the NCAA. I think they're full of shit. I think that Roger's full of shit. I think that Adam's full of shit. I think anybody putting the health and safety of people for a dollar at risk is full of it. And I don't know how you sleep at night. And like, seriously, it's hard. It's tough. It's tough to, I mean, every single day people are dying from this. And you're just like, all right, well, keep on the ticking. Keep on, you know, being a show pony for us. Like, thank you. I feel like we keep having these combos, though. But then it's like, at the end of the day, who has the real power? The players. So why are they not just sitting there fussing? Do they have the power, though? Do they have contractual obligations? Absolutely. Because if you mean, if you look at the Ravens Steelers game, they're still debating on whether or not they're going to play these guys if there is a cancellation. That's why they're trying so hard to schedule because yeah. the NFLPA is like, yeah, they get paid regardless. And the NFL is like, no, no game, no chat. Okay, well, let's talk about that really quickly, too, because that has been the thing now where it's like, uh, one, I want to talk about, like, the Steelers' reactions to finding out, like, uh, we're trying to figure out if we're going to have a game or not. Um, and then, two, I want to talk about the whole, like, um, whether they're going to get paid or not, that type of thing. So – uh, first, would it mean like, okay, Steelers' reactions to everything? A lot of people were saying that the Steelers were being childish and how they responded uh, because they, like, you know, the idea of like, is this game going to get uh, postponed or is this game going to get forfeited? Like, you know, there was a lot of kind of quote unquote tantrums on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, what were your thoughts about the reaction to the Steelers? I know that we discussed a little bit in the sense of like, there should have been a little more empathy in this because anybody could catch up at any time and that could be your team the next week. Um, so what were your thoughts? I mean, the egos are flying high. There are lots of big heads. They're 10 0. They're on the rhythm. They want to keep winning. They want to keep rolling. They want to play. Steelers, you mean you said game. Eagles. You said Eagles. Steelers. No, they're riding on it. No, no, no. I mean, I didn't say Eagles, but it's oh. okay. They're riding on it. <laughs> their egos are high. Oh, egos. Okay, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I was like, Eagles. So they're riding on a high and everyone's mm-hmm. feeling themselves. Cool. Yeah. I get it. I understand that. But damn it, if that couldn't be your team the following week. Like, you can follow every protocol as we see and still things pop up. So it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. I hope that never happens to y'all. Like, I hope for the rest of the season, y'all go straight out, play every single game, and y'all have no protocol issues or no COVID test pop up. Because what are you going to say then? Like, also, you're throwing a tangent for something that you think the Ravens did on purpose. Why would people try to get COVID to throw? Yeah, like it's weird. Come on now, come on now. It is never that serious, <laughs> ever. Like ever. I don't. You're just putting people's lives at risk. Like, mm, no, that's not okay. Because you, I mean, albeit the Cowboy situation wasn't COVID related, but still, you do have older people coaching. You know, you guys, these players. Anything could happen to them. And then what do you do? Like, you talked to all this cash shit, and now what? You look stupid. So I think it's just so a I matter mean, of pro- professionalism. That they like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I do, think it's, I do think it sucks when it's a situation where, like, oh, now our bye week is being pushed back, or we lost our bye week. You know, that did happen in um, some cases. But we've been talking about money, and that's where things really get touchy, right? So the idea that if the game had to be, had to be forfeited, nobody would get paid – I would have been upset with that because yeah. that is not something that we can control. That's not our fault. That should not have had to affect us. And even the same on the Ravens side, like all the ones who, you know, have been following protocol or didn't, don't have COVID or, you know, whatever the case may be, they shouldn't have to miss out on their check either because one of, or two, actually like nine of their teammates have COVID, you know? So um, it's, 
definitely one that I would have been probably that's that would have made me have a fit because now you messing with my money <laughs> and if I'm already putting myself at risk here and then you're going to tell me I've been doing this and I've been doing all the right things to try to stay safe to make sure that I'm bringing in the income this year for my family or whatever the case would be we, we decided to play I'm here we're doing this but now you're telling me you could take away one of my game checks because someone else got it nah we didn't talk about that beforehand player like let's figure this out <laughs> let's yeah. figure this out because that's not how we roll it. it's not over here <laughs> yeah and again i think that goes back to it being a entity issue this is an nfl issue this is not a player team to team issue like y'all are mad at the basically you're mad at the wrong ones Mm-hmm. If you're you're mad at the wrong people. You can yell at the Ravens, but I mean, if it was, I think because this rival is hyped up. But if it was the Eagles doing that, I'm sure they still would be pissed. But again, you're mad at the wrong people. You're mad at people who can't control that. That the Ravens can't force, you know, protocol to be different for them to play. Like you have find, you know, a 53 man roster and go out there and do it. Sure, but I also saw people who were like, well, you have practice squad players for a reason. Yeah, but not all practice squad. Like you can't equate. A practice squad guy to Lamar Jackson. Match. Like it's not happening. There's, I mean, not to say that there's not that there's not any gems on practice squad because sure. there have been, you know, that that's they're waiting for their opportunity, and if they're doing all they need to do, they're going to show up when they need to. But again, you're talking about someone who was considered um, MVP status. You know what I mean? Like in in their rookie year. Like I mean sophomore year but like you know whatever rookie debut as far as like actually full-on starting and stuff um you can't you can't compare honestly I mean he is an MVP so that's that too yeah like you can't I'm sorry like it's just apples and oranges (laughs) um so now we are like you said postponed till Monday Tuesday 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 and then that pushed back their Thursday game to Monday and we're literally at the last few weeks of regular season and all of this is scrambling like they're scrambling around to like fix this stuff around you know fix the games around so that they actually are played if we get to the point where they have to really cancel any games or whatever how do you think that is affecting playoff system going into playoffs i just (laughs) you're like i don't even want to think that far I mean, they, the whole playoff extension, the adding more games, I think that applies to next year. And they probably they might test it out this year. Who, know, who knows? With the, I mean, the NFL creates its own rules, it seems like. Yeah. There seems yeah. to be new things. They're like, hey, we're going to try this, right? And you're going to yeah. like it in X, Y, Z. So if there is ever a league that has no power, who has a lot of power, but doesn't utilize that power, it's the NFL. They have yeah. so many people that they could, if they really wanted to come together, they can do it, but they just don't, and it's weird. Like the NBA, like they always talk about the NBA, and yes, it's less guys, but in the day, they I'm figure not it out. Mm-hmm. play. I'm coming to see Cam Jordans of the world. I'm coming to see Lamar Jackson. Excuse me, but yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. But I also think there's a lot more divisiveness than me see eye because people think that oh, football players are all camaraderie, gung ho. Like yeah, I play with my teammates. Right. Period. That's <laughs> the case for a lot of them especially the older they get because a lot of them are there like you said for their job and they go home to their family they mess with y'all we cool while we on the field and but like not everybody is brothers exactly so yeah okay basketball let's see if y'all make it through covid and give us a good season not gonna hold my breath (laughs) (laughs) 
Not holding my breath one. <laughs> that is clear. That is clear. Okay, well, we will be back with another episode next week. I promise this time. I look. I promise this time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> um, other than that, thanks for tuning in, Candice. I hope you enjoy your leftovers. I'm hating. Enjoy your Chick Fil A. I don't know. What are you, what are you gonna eat? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go figure that out now. That's what I'm gonna go do right now. Y'all have a good time. night. Bye.